I do it? Can I do it? I want to do it. I want to do yeah. it. I want to do it. Cold open. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to Sanity Check. It's me, Steven. And it's, it's your boy, Jake. It's- I'm kidding. You're Steven. Michael. This, this, is my, this, is my, this is my spotlight. And I pass it over to Michael. I'm here. I mean, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we're here. Brutal. I'm in New Jersey. Jake's in Pflugerville. Right? Pville. Pville, Texas. And Michael is still in the blessed hall of Teresa. Teresa Hall. Unfortunately. And we're all still here. We're going to give you something light. We're going to give you something fun. It is three men failing upwards through, through playing some role, through doing some role play. Pause, but also no pause. Um, this is true. And Dude, there was a big pause, though. Uh, we all just a, got kicked out of school. Yeah, we did. There's no, been a huge shit. gap since our last that recording. That was not where I was going with that. But yeah, we got kicked out of school. It sucks. That's why I'm in New Jersey. Um, and yeah, got we're... Context there. Coronavirus is happening right now. Oh, You're yeah. listening from the future. Um... Uh, yeah, but you know what? Fuck coronavirus. We're still doing our pod, and we all have strong immune systems to do a pod uh, forever. So let's fucking go. Yeah, got this home setup going. Hopefully things work out. I I would really love to get... I'm going to send you guys some links for some nice quality mics that are on the cheap. So that way our voices will sound extra beautiful (laughs) in, in the future. That sounds good. Oh my god, this is going to be so distracting to everyone in the online classes. <laughs> oh, for anyone who's listening, I've set up a green screen, so if I move my arms up, the green screen becomes on my sweater. And if I move and if I move my arms down, I'm like the predator and my face be- absorbs into the background. <laughs> that is that's perfect reference he is literally the predator he's got a light bending shield around him that turns him invisible to make him look like is that is that a field of flowers of many many flowers and some light poles or whenever you stick your arms no it's not Uh, a light pole it's a telephone pole um yeah no it's from midsummer this is like first of all midsummer all right movie you know you can see it once um if you haven't seen them theaters I wouldn't really recommend it, like seeing it again. But this isn't a goddamn movie podcast. This is an RPG podcast. And we gonna and we gonna do some RPGs if I am. And we're gonna play some RPGs if if I'm not wrong. You're not. All right. And which one are we playing, guys? Count of three. All right. One, two, three. Delta green. Delta, Delta green. green. This was comedy cold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. That was probably just the most cringy thing ever. All right. So, oh. who wants to kick us off so for I think, the introduction sort of thing? Can, we well, go? Michael, Jake, would you guys like to introduce the audiences to your characters? I've seen them, but they haven't. Walk us through them, baby. You. I got to pull up my little thingy here. I did write like a little mini script. So Michael, how about you go real fast, buddy? Or 
as much time as you need. Paint a word picture. All righty then. Yeah, let's get this started. We kicking so, it old school. You got I'm the gonna, paper? I got the paper. I'm old school. I'm. I I like nice sheet of paper. You sure, I might paper? be killing the environment, but it's okay. Corona's gonna kill everyone. Everything else. So. Yikes. Just kidding. All right. Just kidding. All right, you cynical right. bastard. Right. <laughs> what do you look like, and why do we yeah, care? Tell us about All your right. character, you fucker. All right. All right. So. <laughs> For starters, my name. My name is Theodore. Don't even ask. My grandma wanted me to name wanted to name me that, so that's gonna be my name here. I'm a historian. I work for the CIA because why not the CIA? Everyone loves the CIA. Don't you don't you love getting spied on? I know you do. Um <laughs> yeah. So I'm 35, man. I'm a war history major. Don't don't ask. I just think it's cool. I'm a war history major. Tell, ask me, ask, ask me about the Civil War. I'll tell you everything you want to know. Not in real life, though. That's. Oh, Are you saying like your character right. is like one of I'm those? challenge you. Who are like? <laughs> You'd oh, the middle e- the Middle Ages. Where and what era? <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm, gonna, that's, I'm gonna poke that's, at you with Google in my right hand. And one skeptical eye. That's my character. Um, Okay. But I do know that your character has, you know, what sort of led your character to join the Delta Green conspiracy, if you don't mind me asking? That's a good question. Kind Kind of a dark history my character has. He was born in South Africa. His parents were Americans, but they moved there. His dad was the ambassador to South Africa. But Ooh. on the way back, he stayed in South Africa. His dad and mom flew back. The plane crashed in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. They died. He's sad now. He got a dog. He was going to marry this girl. That didn't happen. She she walked off with another rich man. And I'm gagged. He, he's, he's all sad. He's all sad now. <laughs> He he now wants to just save the world, and he wants to have a feeling of purpose. He wants to feel like he can do something with his life, because for his whole life so far, every nothing's gone the way he wanted it to. And he wants to have a purpose, and he wants things to go his way. He wants good things to happen, and he wants to be responsible for those good things. Yeah, he oh, wants yeah. justice. Dig it. Ambition. Jake? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Take us there. I want to, there will be, there will be, there will be a voice, but I don't want to try it now because it's, I think it's going to be a little bit Irishy and I don't have that down. But foreshadowing for the Sir. Jairus Ruck is his name, and he is a 68-year-old man who spends most of his days between wheelchairs and canes. And <laughs> he is Sorry, that's currently... I don't know why, but I thought that was really funny. He, so he's he, just he, an old Irish cripple? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no knees, man. No knees. <laughs> 
but he he's one sturdy bastard. He he's you don't mess with him. He, he he's got no knees. He's tough, fit, maybe a little bit stubborn, and easily amused. And uh, you know, got some wrinkles, some scars, a little gruff, uh, and a nice red orange beard. And that that's what you're gonna see whenever he passes you on a passes you by on a wheelchair. Uh, he is from Maryland, and yeah. did, did I mention he's a federal agent already? That that is his affiliation. When what agency Delta does he Green. work for? Uh, that I don't actually have figured out. Oh yeah, huh. number three is blank for employer. We'll have to figure that one out. Um, but he's supposed join, to be a federal agent for his. Tell him to join me at the lovely CIA. No, he's in. No, he's in those like uh, black ops. You know, like that. Like he's like a. Uh, like Blackwater, roll a, he's like roll the old Irish president of Blackwater. He's like, oh, Faith and Begora, we're gonna blow. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go blow up some Al Qaeda, aren't we? <laughs> Is that problematic? Do you have uh, you have the the character builder sheet where we can like see where the employers at? We or we could figure it out later. No, for the you know, I was actually because um, I don't know the employers. Well. Um, I'm not sure. I'm I'm assuming you filled you've you filled this in, but you know, he has a shad he has a shadowy what what sort of led your character to be involved in uh Delta Green? What's oh, his- I'm glad you asked. Glad you asked. I have that right here. <laughs> Irish, it's more Simpsons grandpa. That was Jake. <laughs> that was just me being excited. Oh. <laughs> Don't get the wrong idea, bro. Bro, 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 did you just insult my voice acting? I have many characters in this one. Bro, I've watched, bro, okay. I've listened to two episodes of Critical Role. That's better than me. I can't get through those three hours, man. It's just too long. I can't. I They're can't great. Either. Okay, here is what led me to my path to be the Gyrus Ruck, you know, of no knees. No, I'm no knees, Jairus. <laughs> they call me Stumps. Wait, wait, no, All he's right. Irish. Wait, no, he's Irish. So would it be be like, oh, Faith and Megora, it's me, no knees, Irish rock. <laughs> Mythola was killed by a deep horn. That's All a, right. that's All a right. Cthulhu reference for all my Lovecraft house. Okay, so here it goes. A stuntman at heart with a kind soul and a soft spot for pancakes and chocolate-flavored cigars. His acting career was suddenly slipped away when only, only his second indie film, the set became the site of a terrible summoning ritual that birthed a mysterious molten being into our world. Swift yet careless, the behemoth thing toppled everything until it disappeared into the coast of a small town. At least, that's as much as Jairus is most forthcoming about. He lost his legs in the collapse of an apartment building when refusing to leave the friends he had made. He tries not to let it bother him, but other people have always been important to the man. Thirty years later, he continues bringing up the fresh recruits and doing field work as a means of inspiration for his screenwriting. Any work he has released comes out under an alias that he keeps hidden from Delta Green. 
he has had trouble defining his audience as people from all walks of life are attracted to his work. However, it's most definitely a miss with most folks his generation and the occasional mom who always misinterprets, misinterprets them for the fantasy superhero flick, leaving the rudest of cold Netflix reviews. End. <laughs> Michael, golf clap. Yeah, come on. Yes, yeah, wow. the, the listeners' was... eardrums. That, that, was, yeah, that, that was good. That was that, really that, good. that applause did not sound full round. I need a full circle. There we go. That was, oh, yes. um, that was, wow, that was a lot. That was. I gotta, you, you left that, me in the dirt, man. I gotta, I gotta up my game. That was wow. B movie actor meets. I mean, I mean, wow. I mean, he's technically, he was like a stuntman, but I'll leave that. that was I mean, there there, there could be a little bit more to be unveiled. Meets, but meets. All right. Mulder, Ooh. or is it Scully? Who's the dude on the X-Files? Uh, no, it's, it's Mulder. That was, yeah. that was Mulder meets alcoholic stuntman meets <laughs> that was that was some realness all right hey i don't know if i don't know if michael's catching this but you're starting to go robotic on us in your audio oh am i not sure oh there that's better um is that sounding better that's good the anomaly has dissipated i i don't have like the best wi-fi and it's like both my parents are like writing downstairs so it's like you know what i mean yeah. Well. yeah. Our, our audience will have to make a simple, just a, what, what's that thing? Compromise, not a compromise. But please forgive us for there are thousands of miles between there are, Texas. There and is a thousand, there's around a Jersey. thousand four hundred something miles between. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. So. We miss you. I'm not gonna. I'm not, go I, so I have not told Michael or Jake about the adventure. Suspense is killing me. Embark on. Uh, let me just flick away from this. Oh, you're, you cannot minimize Zoom. Okay. Um, sorry. I have to get all my PDFs kind of in order, and I have. Oh my God. Okay. This is so annoying. Um. So we will be playing through the Sentinels of Twilight, which is a very fun adventure that um, I'm already getting some crazy, crazy images in my head. Just what's a Sentinel? What is a sentinel? Well, that's what you guys. Is it, is it dark or is it bright? It's twilight. It's. Oh, it's. I'm not going to tell. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell. Mm. It's a secret. I'll never tell. Okay. XOXO, <laughs> um, well, if you're not going to tell, got to find a new handler. Got to find a new <laughs> handler. Yeah, if I tell you, there's no mystery. Hmm. You know, Griffin never. And we'll never that. go insane. All right. Uh, life so, is good. Um, are you guys, are you guys ready 
I'm, oh my God, I'm so nervous. I've, I've never done this before. Oh, he's got the jitters. All right, guys, 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 you know what we should do? We should do like- We're, we're here for you. We got your support. This is like, gonna be a rough and tumble one. Wait, guys, guys, on like one, two, three, let's do like scene and then I'll do like a deep breath and then I'll do my like narrator voice. And then- Are we all looking into like your, your word bubble or something? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of click off just so I can see all my notes and I can, <laughs> but it's going to, I, I, honestly, I don't know what you meant by that, but I'm just going to click off and then we're just going to, and then I'm just going to go full into giving you full case manager, handler, realness. All right. All right. Right. So, all right. so, so the, all right. Okay. Everybody breathe. Counting down. Wait, the worst. All, right. <laughs> all right, cut all that shit. Wait, no, let me charge it. What am I doing? Uh, oh, my drum set. Oh, son of a bitch. What? <laughs> uh, I've fallen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you need help? I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> uh, I've missed you guys. What are we, we going to do too. without you? A lot of stuff. <laughs> You're more active than me, Jake. Come on. All right. Yeah, but it's kind of boring here in Pflugerville. This will be my it's, escape. It's Pflugerville. All right. The most exciting thing they did was name the town with a P instead of an F. Wait, Jake, can I ask you a question? How do you say your character's name again, just so I don't fuck this up? Jairus Ruck. It starts Jairus. with a G. It starts Jairus. with a G, but it sounds like jeans. Okay. Jairus. Am I saying that right? You got it. Okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. All right. So, Jairus, through your various um, consultations with, with the government, you've come in contact with, the, with you know, Theo. And you believe that he can be a great asset to the program. And you have initiated him into this Delta Green conspiracy. And you believe that this operation and this, um, that you assume you're going to get after you go meet with your field manager will help Theodore get his teeth wet in in this world and you hope that this will help make him as, as an agent and will help you fill the void after losing yet another agent in the field. Piero, straighten your back. You find yourself in Walnut Creek, California, um, right outside of a bland office building where you're told that you'll meet your um, uh, case manager, um, Agent Peter. All right, so what do you guys do? Ah, uh, PT boy. Theodore, give, give me a push. We are off. All we right. must make our way to Peter. <laughs> Michael, do you, have a, do you have a Theodore voice? Hmm. A lot of South African is kind of like light New Zealand. Wait, or light. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you totally don't. I, I, was just, I was just wondering. But... So feel it out, bro. Feel it out. You make your way to 
the um, you know, in, into the office, um, into the office room on the eleventh floor where you go to meet Agent Peter, and he's kind of a. Um, wait, wait, before we get to the eleventh floor, it was did, we took the elevator. I assume there's an elevator. They better have an elevator. <laughs> Are they handicap friendly? Are they? Oh, you do have to take the elevator. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you take the elevator up to the eleventh floor. Okay, Theodore. Theodore. Before the door opens, just get your shit together. Straight, straighten up that jacket of yours. What the fuck is that on your shoe? Clean that up. Okay. When we enter, don't look at anybody. Don't, don't look anybody in the eyes and just look cool. All right. I see a lot of potential in you. Don't fuck this up. You're supposed to be pushing my wheelchair. That means we both are in this together. You understand, boy? I understand. All right. Oh, it's coming up. All right. Ding. The door, all right. The door opens and you make your way to the meeting room and inside you see Agent Peter. He is, he is Caucasian. He wears glasses. He is very thin, sort of around 150 to around 160 pounds. And he's about six foot. You can kind of see that, that the years have sort of worn down on him, even though he appears actually relatively young, about his mid-30s. And Theodore, you wonder why Jairus reports to a man much younger than him. He is wearing a bow tie and sort of a tweed brown suit. And yeah, and he's like, hi guys. Peter, that bow tie looks wonderful on you today. Where did you get it? My desk. I got it at Brooks Brothers, he says. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be. I may have to make a visit. What do you say, Theodore? Shall we blow this popsicle stand afterwards and make a swift visit? Get you <laughs> yes. a hat, Theodore. Please, please. I'm going to get myself a whole new wardrobe. Peter kind of looks on in revulsion as Jairus is immediately <laughs> distracted by his bow tie. He's like, guys, he's like, guys, it's not about my bow tie. Wait, is, is that the same voice? <laughs> wait, what, wait, wait, let me try to find a voice. Wait, let me try to find a voice. He's like, guys, 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 it's not about my bow tie, right? <laughs> it's not about the bow tie, Jairus. Jairus, this is why you're in the field. Peter. No one trusts you, Jairus. <laughs> you're a loose cannon, Jairus. <laughs> Just like the Top Gun thing, like you're a loose cannon, Jairus, but that's why they like you. You need me. You need me. You're picking up what you're putting down? Um, uh, um, all right. So he's like, hi, guys. Spit it out, Peter. <laughs> Jairus, we're talking about that bow tie. We don't care about it. All right. Nobody asked you about your bow tie. It's the point. Oh, my God. All right, so it's like, all right, guys, have you been following the news at all recently? Kind of. Have you heard about what's been happening in Yosemite? Yes, I have not. I have not, no. Well, so this kid named Brandon McGill was found, like, wandering around naked by a park ranger around early Saturday morning. And, and you know, they, the, they, he asked to call his parents, and the parents, you know, 
flew in and they departed, um, you know, and they left today. I mean, fuck me. I'm, I messed up my notes. Um, I'm so sorry, guys. Um, I just, no, I just, all right, cut the, all right, cut this part out. All right. So he's like, guys, have you been following the news recently? Yeah, man. Yeah, some of it. Yeah. All right. So have you heard about what happened at Yosemite? We have not. So let me just refresh your memory. Yesterday, um, you know, early Saturday um, morning, um, this, this kid was found like wandering around naked in the fields. And he, and when approached by park rangers, he identified himself, he identified himself as one Brandon McGill from, and he said that he came from Topeka, Kansas. And of course he asked to call his parents and his parents were notified and they have depart and they will be departing at 6.30 on Saturday morning, which of course is today. Julia, why do you tell us of this Yosemite streaker? Well, so the supervising park ranger was kind of confused by this conversation because the parents were truly shocked and the parents sounded a lot sort of older, for lack of a better word, than what you would normally you know, that, you Bit know, of a like, gap. you know, they don't sound like they're in their thirties. They don't sound like they're in their forties. They sound like sixties or even around their seventies. We're not exactly sure, you know, um, he, well, the, so the park ranger was confused and he, of course, notified the FBI, which is how we got involved. And the FBI matched these photos that Brandon McGill of Brandon McGill taken now to these photos very earlier, from a very earlier time. Are you saying that he's been missing so long that there's an age gap in his, and even his records and his whereabouts? Or do I have this misconstrued? I'm confused as to why this skipped law enforcement altogether and went straight to the FBI. Here's what happened, well, you know, I mean, we're talking about a streaker, Peter. Don't don't worry about that too much. Strange strange things happen in, in this sort all the time. <laughs> so, um, uh, kinky, Brandon, kinky, Peter. Peter shushes you. Peter shush. Agent Peter shushes you. I'd <laughs> well, to have some fun, my bow tie friend. Jairus, you're getting it twisted again. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> McGill disappeared in 1980 at age six. He should be 1980. He should be 47 years old, judging by the initial birth certificate. Theodore, what day is it? And then? It's, it's Saturday. Theodore. No, it's Sunday. Theodore. It's Sunday now, wow. Theodore, you're full. You're making a fool of us. Ah. All right. Sorry, boss. I'm sorry. Just shut up. We'll so, our, Keep going, Peter. So Special Agent Julia Green, who, of course, you know, Jairus, um, she, um, you know, she muscled her way into the investigation and she's kind of corralling the FBI, you know, so we can kind of get our fair shake. Cause obviously this is right up our alley. All right. Mm-hmm. Continue. 
All right, so this is Operation Fulminate, okay? Fulminate, you say? Yes. And we have you a- You know, write that down. That's what a good pro does. Does not do, he does. Does not try. He do. Okay. Okay, Gyrus. Um, <laughs> so what? do you guys, so here's what you guys have to do, okay? You have to locate the child. You have to identify the child. Make sure that, you know, he is who he is. And you have to determine whether an unnatural threat is in the area. Remove it, of course, and make everything normal and tip-top shape. All right, guys? And All what right. sort of uh, threats are we expecting? Well, we don't and know. That's what we're sending you in to investigate, you idiot. I am Come on, boss. Let's go. Question, I'm Peter. ready for our challenge. Respect your seniority. Theodore, I'll get my cane. Right. I got a little word for a second. All right. So, so, Jairus, Peter pulls you aside and asks if he can go speak for Theodore for a second. You know, he's asking you to leave the room. And, you know, you know, just so we can, uh, just so he, just so we can give Theodore sort of a deeper briefing and you, of course, leave. Okay? Okay, Peter, I can see the look in your body language. <clears throat> Theodore, hand me my cane. I'm going to go talk to Carol about my chocolate favorite cigars. She <laughs> owes me a box. She lost the bet last gambling Sunday. I All have right, so a reward to claim. And he walks out. All right, so as Jairus leaves, Best he can. Peter, <laughs> he, he rolls himself out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Peter pulls Theodore in closely. He says, look, I don't know what Jairus had in mind because this is slapdash, okay? You've got no time to get. You've got no badges. You've got no false identities. And you're going in blind, okay? Like, we're not but you're in it now, okay? You got it, guy? Michael, do you have any response? Is he still here? Uh, yeah. What, what, does he, what does he respond to that? Does he have any response? Why? Why? Look, Just we're, why? We're, we're, look, don't tell Jairus, but we're stretched thin after a bunch of his antics, okay? Like, Post the majestic scouring. Like, we're, it's low, and, and we can't really afford to take on any new agents, but, you know, he, Jairus is such a, has such a cult of personality about him, he can always get what he wants, but whatever. Get in, get out. If you die, you die. All right? All right. So, Theodore, you leave, and you guys make yourself, and you guys go into the escalator, the elevator again. And, you know. Suck my dick, Karen. These cigars suck, they're not the flavor I told you. Hi, Theodore, we take boss, this off my Boss, boss, calm down, please. It's gonna be okay. She just riles me up. You tell her one thing and she, she can't find it, so she gets something else. She gets two of something you didn't ask for. It's worse than not having anything at all, I tell you. 
It's going to be okay, boss. It's going to be okay. Got to calm down. These minty-flavored sticks off my grubby hands. I'm going to see them again. All right. <laughs> oh, my what did, God. What did that, what did that like... bow tie fool have to say? Anything important? Nothing really important. All right. No, I won't right. cry. All right. You are you ready? Stop by. <laughs> Sorry, I just you guys are, Jake. You're a you're like you're fucking firing on all cylinders, dog. It's not it's not bad, but wow. All right. I have stars, so, man. all right. So, uh, Jairus, do you have your um? So, Jairus, your uh, your special phone given to you by given to you when you first entered Delta Green. Uh, when you first enter the conspiracy dings and you open it up to see a text message that says that that Ian McGill, that the McGills have landed at, at Yosemite. All right? Roger that. Theodore, make note that the McGills have landed in Yosemite. I and got it, boss. And they have begun their ride towards the park proper. All right, so you guys get into the van waiting outside and you begin the long drive towards Yosemite. All right. And Roger, Roger. You know, it's, it's long and it's, it's about, you know, the seasons are turning into fall and it's, and it's crisp. It's, it's, um, it's crisp and it's nice, but Theodore, you can't sort of shake the feeling of what, Peter told you and the risk that, you know, and the, and the risk that you had no real idea of until now, you know? Yeah. All right. So you guys make it up. You guys make it into the Hetch, Hetchy area of the park. Um, and you get off in a parking lot, okay? You stop in a parking lot and get out. You see, you see the big ranger station, um, you know, just kind of right in front of you. So like one of those towers, or are we talking like a, it's kind kind of a of lower yeah, ranger so station? Kind of a, a lower building, nothing, you know, nothing special, something kind of built around, you know, mid-century, um, you know, vaguely refurbished. It kind of has those like weird taxer, taxidermied animals inside. Like a welcome, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Gotcha, kind of rustic. Yeah, and then there's a there's a picnic area, and and uh, yeah, and you kind of see that, and there's a picnic area with a bunch of um, sort of hikers around, and they're looking kind of bummed because there's a bit of a there's a bit of a storm in the sky. So what do you guys do? Go over and yeah. talk to them. All right. So, um, do I? Can I just flip to something? I just have to double check something. I'm so sorry. You good? Right. Yep. Got it. So there are four. Um, there are four backpackers. Um, kind of all eating. You know, like cold cut sandwiches and stuff, and. 
Um, and they all, and a bunch of them appear to be very old, um, either in their 60s or around their middle age. One of them appears to be in their early 20s. Um, what do you do? All right, Theodore. Take note of the clothing, body language. Notice anything particular? It's horrible, boss. It's horrible. They're eating. <laughs> They're eating ham and cheese sandwiches with no mayo and no mustard. This is bad. This is really bad. We've, we've, got, we've got to do something about this. Like, they're eating dry sandwiches, boss. They're eating dry sandwiches. Come on. Oh, damn. Excellent observation, Theodore. Catch they're eating quick. dry sandwiches. With no, they've got no water, nothing to drink, just dry sandwiches. I mean, they've got the water. I'm sorry. Year. All right. Yeah, they have water, but they're also <laughs> looking at you. Um, you know, they're getting a little nervous because there is a South African man and a Irish cripple in in a wheelchair <laughs> pointing at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, can we just like freeze frame right there and then like fade into like? One of those old paintings. Back then, before there was photography, families had to get themselves painted a portrait that probably took like eight hours. There's just one of those <laughs> just hanging in, in, in Jairus's office. Oh, like you're getting like a like a portrait of like a Civil War soldier. It's like yes, when I get with all the new members of this. <laughs> yeah, my left hand is like half into my into my button jacket, like thick wool. Is that your is that your outfit? Is that oh my god? We didn't even describe the outfit. So, wh Cyrus, what are you wearing? Come on, paint us a picture. What is, what is Gyrus wearing? What is Gyrus wearing? What's the weather out? You said it was it was kind of crisp, right? Kind of windy. Crisp. You know, it's it's beginning to be fall. I think in his years, Gyrus has learned to be to to be prepared. Because that was something he wasn't too good at in his younger days, so I think he's he's decked out. He never forgets his his uh, multicolored scarf, and I don't mean like bright colors, be like dark muddy colors. Because um, he's it, it really would it would he's quite stylish in some sense. Like he's matching the season, so I'd say it's he like the you know style the different waggy octogenarian. There's just a lot of emphasis there around his neck and this wool scarf that matches the color of the dead leaves uh, floating around in the wind. And then I'd say he's just wearing um, probably a, a, a very dark brown um, coat with maybe some fur cuffs and uh, <laughs> and then I'd say he's probably wearing some uh some uh some a nice pair of slacks, but under those slacks you don't know he's got he's got some real tight he's got some slacks and under that he's got long johns and some real thick ass socks. And what shoes like, are does he got those Yeezys? Jake canonically does not know what Yeezys are, so I'm gonna say no. Right. I'm gonna say he's got. He, uh, uh, for for shoes, he's trying to. He, he wants to pass as a somewhat normal civilian. I'll try to speed it up, but so I think he's just going with some some just 
nice stylish uh maybe a got like a sort of a piney wood color to these uh business shoes I, i'm definitely in it on fashion you can tell i'm all, all right. there michael what is what is theodore wearing theodore looks like someone's middle-class suburban dad almost He's got a polo on, khakis, <laughs> some nice shoes, and I'm gonna throw in a cardigan too. Gotta throw Ooh, in a cardigan. Cause it's fall. Yep, it's fall. All right. Gotta stay. Gotta stay a little warm, but not. He doesn't want to burn up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you guys. So all right. So you guys have established your clothes. You see these backpackers in front of you. You see the ranger station. What do you do? Take us one, Theodore. I want to leave this one to you. I think we see should go up that to training's him. paid off. Let's, let's walk up to him. Ask him how the day's going. All right. So you walk up to ah, him. And, excellent icebreaker. And um, how do you introduce yourself? Hello. My name is Monty, and I want to know, what are you eating? <laughs> All right. Um, so the, so the, this older, the oldest one of the group, this kind of old white fellow looks up, and he says, we're just eating some sandwiches. Hmm. I uh I noticed uh, what, what, well what do you got on those sandwiches? What, what type of sandwiches are they? Got some ham, you know some, oh. you know we got some provolone on it, some mustard, you know. Oh. Oh. Got it, you know. Got to, you know, just got to get some just food in you, just so you can, you know, just stay awake on the, you know, just on the trails. You know, it's getting a little dangerous out, you know, out here. In what yeah, way? Jairus uh, silently just laces his fingers together. <laughs> um, uh, and rests them on his lap. Continue. The, um, this, um, uh, the, uh, the second oldest, this uh, other white woman who's appeared to kind of be, you know, maybe, you know, somehow related, maybe not by, um, family-wise, but, you know, maybe they just kind of know each other, um, pipes up and she says, well, you know, there's a storm coming in and there's just been all these weird sightings and it's making us all a little bit nervous to, like, go out on the trail. Yeah. An eyebrow raises on Jairus's face and he, he pokes Theodore with his elbow. Poke, poke. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> Boss, what do you want? Theodore, ask the woman about the sightings. And then he, 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 he rolls his real chair real back and crushes Theodore's toe and rolls it back forward. And then Damn, and the like, you don't have to be shy. <laughs> boss, I don't want to spook this woman. All right, then. My dear, uh, please what, tell us more about uh, your sightings. What sightings, you uh, what sightings have, you, have you seen? Well, around? she's like, well, you know, there's been all the, well, there was like this weird boy who 
who the rangers found on the trail and i heard that he was naked you know and and they've taken him in and it's just weird you know people go missing on the trails but you know they don't get found and especially not without you know all their clothes off i hope nothing bad happened to him he seemed like a cute kid where did where did you hear this news he's in the ranger station right now she and she's pointing to the ranger station is there any other strange events that we should be aware of well the older uh white fellow um the the older fellow uh comes in and he's like well you know there's also been all these sightings of like these just weird tall people just kind of dressed um you know like a like a native american but not really like according to the descriptors of them that i heard from some people i don't know it's weird like maybe it's like some like reservation people you know like some people who who wanted to kind of reclaim their ancient land which i'm of course into don't get me wrong but um seems a little weird to uh you know to not you know try to reach out to anyone it's just creepy are you saying they they keep to themselves relatively secluded people only seen one or two and they're just and they're just like standing and oh my god they're tall they're taller than me. They're about like seven foot something. Oh wow! Yeah, they're... I saw I saw one. My wife Elizabeth. My my wife Elizabeth. I don't know why I'm doing a southern accent. I just feel bad. <laughs> but um, I'm just reverting to type. But he's like my wife Elizabeth. Um, she says that I'm seeing things. But I swear he was seven foot. Face painted all silver, wearing wearing a loincloth. And nothing else. It was weird. It was weird, I tell you. They wouldn't happen to be doing just reenactments around here, would they? There's no such thing on the website. <laughs> well, hmm. back in my day, we loved to play pretend and we'd get all those kids out on the schoolyard. And, oh, I, I love to play the. Uh, the part of the uh the old the old civil war uh folk and oh jeez my memory fades me now <laughs> no maybe we should just talk to the boy and see if maybe he he knows something and i, I really want to get me a taxidermy squirrel i heard they're big around here in yosemite what do you say theodore also, I man, I, I don't know. Are you sure? Man, are you those, sure? Are you sure you're gonna want that taxidermy squirrel? You sure you're gonna want that, boss? It'll look great on my desk, Theodore. Don't you on your fool desk. yourself? On your desk? You sure you don't want to hang that up on the wall? Sure, boss. Ah, I, I've got this whole thing planned out, Theodore. I'm going. I'm going to lace these little springs in the back of his heels, and so that way when uh, newcomers like you coming in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't you start messing up with the copy printer. Or, oh, that squirrel's going to jump across the room and latch out or reach for your jugular. And that'll teach him real fast. Don't you mess with Jairus' copy printer. Oh, wow. That's that's just mean, boss. That's mean. All right. So, 
So, do you guys want to go investigate? Joke, hey, hey, do you guys want to go investigate the ranger station? Yes. Yes. All right. Definitely. So you now, go in. You, sir, you stay with there with your sandwiches. Me and Theodore will go ourselves. Thank you very much. All right. So, and we're gonna have to wrap up uh, due to constraints of time, unless you guys want to do a whole nother session. But this will kind of leave us at a good spot. Like you know, we just like record right after this. We have a we have nine minutes left. All right, Zoom session again. So, all right, this was out of character. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. I know you're teetering on the edge of the seats, but so you go in. We see Theodore looking down at his stopwatch. Stopwatch. His so, his uh, yeah. right. hand watch things. No, back in character. Um, no. <laughs> so so you go into the ranger station and sorry. You sort of three rangers, and then in the back you can see a, and then you can kind of see a, like a, like an office, and there's like a clear window kind of cut out of it, and in that, and in, and sort of, you know, kind of through that window, you can kind of see like a, like, you know, like a shorter sort of person, someone with kind of light blonde hair, you know, looks young. You know what I mean? But you're not yeah. sure because obviously you can't get a clear look right now. And you also see um, three other rangers, um, a man uh, and uh, two women. And, and uh, yeah. What are they doing? They are, you know, they're just kind of milling around. One of them is is sitting behind a desk and the other one is um you know just sitting outside the uh, office door all right you know uh, so what do you do what do you want to do turn my head slowly over to theodore and look at him and his belly button and ask him now you remember step two of the procedure don't you not theodore it was step two. I do not remember. I'm sorry. I'm failing you, slowly turns his head back straight forward. We go to the receptionist. Onwards. All right, so she's like, hi, guys. Um, how are you doing today? Wonderful. Thank you. We're fine. Thank you. Um, can I help you with anything? I will say yes. you might want to stay off the trails for a little bit. Looks like the storm is about to break. Uh, what kind of storm are we are we headed up to? Like a big are we, thunderstorm. Are we expecting tornadoes? Not a tornado. We don't get those around here, but it looks like a blowout. You know what I mean? Just like a you know, just everything just getting washed out. Looks like it's going to uh, be a mess. Glorious gully washer. My grandma told me stories of those. And, and she looks at you and she's like, you're fun. I like you. <laughs> you're not too bad yourself, my friend. Now, uh, do tell, do tell. Uh, we heard from some uh, hikers outside of uh, strange uh, incidents occurring here on the, in the park recently. Do you care to divulge any information about that? Anything we should be aware of? 
Oh, you mean the well, boy? Are we here on our stay? Oh, you mean the, the boy? The boy. That yeah. We're, uh, no, we're what boy? His parents come. Tell us more about the boy. She says, well, you know, it's a little peculiar. It's a little peculiar, um, you know, seeing him, you know, naked. You know, she says whispering. But, um, but we're just trying to make sure he gets home safe. You know what I mean? Understandably so. Thank you for looking out for your, uh, the people who come here for a good time in nature. Uh, do you have any idea how we got here? How you got here? Well, you drove. No, oh, how, how the boy got here. No, we have no idea. It's a, it's a real mystery. But Does he speak? He speaks a little bit. You know, he, want, you know, he told us his name. He tells us he wants to get home. But, you know, we just want to make sure that he just gets home totally safe and sound, okay? We just want to make sure nothing bad happens to him and whatever, you know, got him the way he was, you know, that doesn't happen to him again. And with that, there is a loud thunderclap and a massive downpour begins. And the backpackers that you see earlier sort of filter into the, uh, filter into the ranger station. And with that, that is where we will leave part one of our scenario. And we'll see you guys um, back again when we have figured out our schedule uh, with all this uh, corona craziness. All right? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's part end. one knocked out. All right. I will send you this shit. And have fun editing. Hmm. Oh, Theodore, I didn't even get to ask her her name. What's up? Jake here. That was just the part one to what I'm calling the Yosemite Streaker. I don't know what you guys want to call it, but I sure as hell want to know where the rest of this is going, and I can't wait. So stick around. We'll have another episode back at you, hopefully before Wednesday of next week, which would be um, definitely seven days from now. Don't ask me. I'm not going to go check the calendar. Uh, You figure it out. Uh, Or time travel, something. Anyways, um, hey, shout out to you guys for sticking with it through my awful mic quality. Super sorry about that. Didn't see it coming. I thought the guys would warn me. Um, They were able to put up with it. So thank you for putting up with me. I owe so much to you guys. Whenever I hear that people are actually enjoying listening to this, one, I stop and I'm like, what's wrong with you? But that's all in my head. And then if they're in front of me, I'm just like shaking their hand and uh, you guys are awesome so I'm glad you love it Um, I intend on only making it better so do the other guys I'm sure they would uh, give you a big slobbery kiss if they were here with you Uh, don't run away please Um, stick around more episodes coming yeah come back for part two see you around